Everybody, it's Mike Jeffers, Chicago Jazz Magazine, ChicagoJazz.com, and welcome to another episode of Around Town. Today, we've got Laura Driscoll on. She's a piano player in town, which I'm sure many of you know and have heard of her, but maybe you haven't seen her perform live, but she is doing a live performance March 10th. Actually, she's doing two live performances with her two different groups. It's kind of a double album release here in Chicago. The recordings came out a little bit before the pandemic hit, so this is actually the official releases here in Chicago. It's going to be a Constellation March 10th, 3111 North Western Avenue. Of course, it's Constellation-Chicago.com. It's all linked up down below. Laura, welcome to the show. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right, so let's talk about this. Now, you've got the group, largest. Driscoll Trio, and then you also have Firm Roots, which is a duel between you and your husband, Chris White. But let's tackle the Lara Driscoll Trio first and talk a little bit about this because the recording's Woven Dreams, and I remember listening to it when it first came out a couple of years ago, and I kind of revisited it a little bit. And I remember there's some standards on there, but there's also some original compositions. So talk about how you went about the process of deciding, okay, I'm going to actually put a trio together and start writing for it, because that's a different switch from a lot of people that are just playing regularly and they're playing standards and they're getting better and they're getting tight with their trio. The compositional aspect of the whole thing is always something that fascinates me because that's another animal to take on. Yeah, it's um, it's a culmination of a lot of years of work, actually, that album um years in urbana champagne where i was as an undergrad uh working out you know different ideas that was more the the time where i spent uh, more time working on the standards and and the arrangements of of the standards that that made it to the album um and then also the compositions that i did while i was living in in montreal so i i recorded the album in montreal with a with a trio that i met while living there uh dave lang on drums and paul rushka on bass and we just we played together a lot and and um i wanted to capture that moment in time and so we did that recording right around the time when i was finishing my masters um in montreal and then I moved to Chicago and, um, you know, started working and, and right away got really busy. And so it wasn't until a little bit later that I actually had a chance to go back and, and mix and, and master and do all the steps that it takes to actually put out a record. Um, so, yeah, well, it was it was a big project. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I I know all about, you know, starting from scratch and going, but I don't write music. So that's another mm. animal. But talk a little bit because I know you went to U of I, you went to the, the jazz studies program down there, got your got your bachelor's. And then you why did you decide to go to Montreal to get your master's in jazz? Because that isn't the normal spot. Most people say, hey, let's go to Montreal <laughs> for jazz. Yeah, I mean, it's well, first of all, Montreal is is a draw. It's such an amazing city. Um, the bilingual aspect, the love for the arts, it's very um, supportive for for artists in general in Canada, as many people know, but spe specifically Montreal. And I always wanted to travel. I always wanted to get out of Chicago area. And I, I've done a lot of traveling, but I wanted to go somewhere to study music that was not, you know, the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. And and it was a great fit because I'm half French and, um, you know, I, I lived with French roommates, you know, I got to 
connect more with my my French heritage, even though I, I'm not from my family's not from Quebec. Um, but it was um, really special to be to be in that city for those couple years and and meet people from all over. It's a very cosmopolitan city, so the influences are slightly different and and vast. So. You know, talk a little bit about this recording. Okay, Woven Dreams, the Lara Driscoll Trio. Of course, LaraDriscoll.com. It's all linked up down below. I encourage everybody to go check it out. Um, there's some standards on there, but then also remembering back and then looking at it, you've got like a suite on there. You've got yeah. different things like Siblings is on there. You've got uh, Airport, um, Limbo. I'm, I'm assuming that these are all experiences that happen yeah. to you. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's the Black Dog so what is it skirts away or something like that yeah so so uh, um so when i was young at, in new york city for the first time with some friends i got to see fred hirsch perform at the village vanguard and it was right after he um got out of his coma and so it was the first performance that he did post coma and it was his trio plus two group and it was one of the most incredible performances I'd ever seen. And I was just blown away. I'd never been to the Vanguard either. So that was just remarkable. And then I got to talk to him a little bit afterwards and then later bought his, his book of compositions and and really got into that album. And so there's this this composition that he wrote called Black Dog Pays a Visit and it's about depression and the struggle with depression. And so this was sort of my the suite that you re referenced for giving Black Dog uh, Skirts Away is a response to that composition and um, some of the harmonic ideas, but also just the emotions around it. You, you know, it's it's always interesting to me because, you know, when I talk to different musicians that are writing, that are composing music, that are arranging music, and it's not lyrical music, you know, so it's like you're you're taking a theme and you're building a theme and you're taking it from start to finish and telling a story through music. It's always interesting to me where they come up with the ideas. So I'm glad you explained that because it makes total sense now. And it's very mm -hmm. interesting to me. Um, but, you know, when somebody takes an idea, a musical idea, a theme, a, a melody and takes it to the next, you know, start to finish how they come up with a title for that sometimes. And I know some of it's inspiration, but you know, like, like for an example, siblings, right. You've got siblings. I'm assuming it's probably because you have siblings and that's, that's what it's written about. I'm not that stupid. I am a drummer here, but that's all I, but, 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 but uh, you know, coming up with a melody, I mean, is there, is there something that you look back and say, you know what, and you re have a remembrance of be something that happened between you and your siblings and say, okay, and then you remember whether it was chaotic, whether it was peaceful, whether it was solemn, whatever it was, and then you write a melody around that, and that's how you come up with the title for it and the whole theme for it? It depends, yeah. I mean, it with the case of siblings, it's actually written for my nephew, Drake, um, and he was born literally as I was finishing the composition. So it was sort of a reflection on my relationship with my brother and then also his his son, who was my first nephew. Um, so yeah, that one just sort of was the timing and, and the emotions around becoming an aunt. Um, but, you know, it's funny you say, you know, how do you choose titles? Because Woven Dreams, the composition, is actually the first composition I wrote like in a jazz style. And I submitted it for the Luminarts composition 
competition at that time and it was it was called Union League at that time but I'll never forget Bob Ojeda the trumpet player saying um I um I love your composition but nobody will remember it if it doesn't have a title because at the time it was called untitled because I just I hadn't named it yet and it was such a sweet and supportive way of saying like you got to name your tunes (laughs) um and so for example with that one i thought a lot about you know the time period in which i wrote it and the influences at the time um it's it's um something that is really special in relation to a mentor i uh, i had in undergrad chip stevens um he helped me with the composition and just with my playing so much and so um it's sort of a reflection on on that relationship yeah that, and i forgot about that but you you did participate in the lumen arts uh, competition. I think you won a scholarship or you won some sort of a, uh, yeah. what is, is it called a scholarship? Is that what it's called or a grant? It, it's changed over the years, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. So Bob Ojeda was one of the people I met through that and he was uh, very supportive of my writing in particular. Yeah. Well, and he's also a Chicago legend for those of you that don't yeah. know who he is. He's actually somebody that uh, arranged and played with the Count Basie band and incredible amounts of other musicians so it was always great because he was able to judge along with some other professionals on that on that panel and it's still going and by the way they're they're reaching out again because 2023's lumen arts society is coming back up so watch chicagojazz.com for more info on that now you are playing double duty on this because you also have another group that you're playing of course another person we should say firm roots who's your husband chris white the piano player in town who I've known for many years. And that's how I know you so well as well. But so anyway, so you're, you're making Chris White actually work (laughs) at this gig with you. He can't just sit in the audience. So that's good. But talk about Firm Roots. So Firm Roots is your, your duo and you guys, I mean, obviously you guys have played together for many years, just, you know, without recording, but what, how did that, how did the recording of Firm Roots come up and what's the meaning behind the name of the group? So the recording uh, was released uh, in January of 2021, and uh, it's a, an exciting moment for us, being that we've been playing together for many years, but never actually formally made our 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 duo, you know, a band. And so we finally decided to spend more time comp- composing. We'd spent a lot of time playing tunes together, and so we worked on. Um, a lot, how to compose together, and also just the roles of the piano in a duo setting, and how we share those roles and how we rotate, you know, some of the responsibilities. Um, It's really different from playing, you know, with a bass player with a rhythm section. And so it's been fun exploring that together. We finally have our pianos next to each other. So that helps, you know, to get to play together. (laughs) But the duo is named after the composition Firm Roots, the Cedar Walton tune. Uh, which we we love Cedar Walton and you know Chris in particular, but both of us love nature. He's really into gardening <laughs> in the last few years, um, and it you know it connects with the ideas of you know having strong roots in family, in uh, relationships, and also in in the history of the music. Um, I think that's something that we both value uh, a great deal, even if we're you know, writing our own music and and influenced by modern music, we really have some deep affinity for the the history and some of the 
influences that we had really early on. So we we share a connection in, in that way as well. Are you guys writing music together for this? Yeah. I mean, so you guys sit down and you guys actually write music together because I'm married and I don't think <laughs> we would agree on chord change, let alone the melody or anything else. If I was worried, working on something like this with my wife, just so you guys have a very special relationship if you're actually getting things done. Well, and- you know, <laughs> we we do take turns. Um, it's interesting, you know, to work with another piano player because harmony is our our focus so often in that in in that instrument. Um, but we'll take turns. Like often, Chris will start in the morning really early because he's a morning person, and then I will, you know, work late at night. And we'll take turns kind of shaping the composition. Um, one of us will start it, and then the other one will continue. And then we'll at the end we'll kind of reflect on the what's there and and then make decisions final call decisions together and also you know it's it changes how the composition sounds when we play it together because we might add more texture than we could if it was just solo piano well and that and that's similar and that even leads back to your trio too and and i you know you can come up with a theme you come up with an idea you come up with a a, a structure of a tune, but when you get in there and you start collaborating, whether it's with a trio, whether it's with Chris on another piano, that's the whole point of this, right? Is because you guys, then you take everybody's ideas and and they can take your idea and expand it and make it even better. I mean, I, I'm a big believer in that. It's almost like the mastermind program that they talk about in business that I, I'm a, I'm a big believer in, but you mm-hmm. take good ideas, but that's why you want to work with certain people because you want to get their ideas, right? So that it expands your themes and expands what you're trying to do to make the massive amount of creativity as possible. Absolutely. And we we have different strengths. I mean, I think in many situations, that's the case um, and different perspectives. Like I'm more uh, detail oriented and Chris is more big picture. So it's kind of a good combination um, when we're thinking about the overall uh, product to have both perspectives. All right. So let's send everybody over. So we've got constellation-chicago.com, 3111 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago, the double release party on March 10th, right up there, starts at 8.30. Is that right? Or is it a little earlier? It's 8.30, right? 8.30. Okay, 8.30. Everything's linked up below. And I encourage everybody to go check out both recordings. You can get them at lauradriscoll.com. It is linked up down below as well. And uh, by the way, it's worth going to check out Firm Roots just for the album cover. Because the other <laughs> on the album cover there's gardening, there's trees, there's people looking at <laughs> watering things. It's great. I Maplewood to... photography. I, I have to give a plug to Maplewood photography. Awesome. Diego is an incredible. Yeah, it, it was it. It's awesome. So go check that out. <laughs> and congratulations on everything, Laura. It's Thank great you so much. You. And uh, we'll see everybody March 10th over at Constellation. And of course, thanks to everybody for watching. As usual, as I always say, all things Chicago Jazz on chicagojazz.com. And until next time, hopefully I will see someone out on the scene.